Hi, and welcome to Dragon Fist Podcast MMA. Uh, this is the MMA portion of our podcast. A little short segment here where we go over MMA news. Sometimes we'll have some fighters on and, and spotlight them. Uh, just kind of get to know them a little better, ask them some questions. Um, so, knowing that, my name is Derek Green, and this is Dragon Fist MMA Podcast, Episode 2. Here we go. We're just going to jump right into it. First thing I would like to talk about... <clears throat> Is the cards coming up in April, man? April is a stacked month uh, for the UFC. And uh, we're looking, um, starting the the month off, we're going to be fighting uh, UFC 223 um, for the long-awaited, many times tried, Khabib versus Tony Ferguson. All is good so far. It doesn't look like anybody's pulling out. I think uh, this is finally going to be it. I think they're finally going to go. I think they're finally going to do this. Uh, It is going to be a great matchup. And that match is also for the lightweight championship. Conor McGregor no longer is the lightweight champion. And um, he is stripped. I doubt he has time to come in and defend or do anything at this point. So just consider him not the lightweight champion anymore. Uh, the winner of this fight will be the lightweight champion. Uh, <clears throat> and then maybe he'll stop spending that Mayweather money, get up, come back to the octagon and fight uh, whoever wins this match. Uh, but you never know. Uh, so that is a great fight on that card. That is the main event on UFC 223 on April 7th. The co-main event is none other than the rematch between Rose Namajunas and Joanna young Jerchek hard to say her name sometimes I get so tongue-tied uh, but this is uh, this the rematch uh, between them two uh, the last time they met up uh, Rose took the belt uh, from uh, Joanna and uh, in a pretty uh, pretty violent manner uh, making her tap out to none other than strikes uh, there in the first round I think it was the first round maybe the second I'm pretty sure it was the first round uh, if I remember correctly I might have to go back and watch that fight again before, you know, kind of get jazzed up about this uh, UFC 223 card, which I'm pretty jazzed up already just because of the uh, uh, Khabib-Ferguson fight. Also on this uh, card, another fight to look out for that I'm really excited about, uh, Michael Chiesa versus Anthony Pettis, Showtime Pettis, uh, for that lightweight bout um, is also on the main card. Also kicking off the main card, you got La Quinta versus Paul Felder, which is another great fight. Felder is an awesome uh, fighter. He's also an awesome commentator host. Uh, he does some things there with the UFC like that. And it's always cool listening to him and then also watching him fight. So that's the first card they have kicking off uh, uh, in April. And that'll be on April 7th. Uh, and that'll be UFC 223. Uh, the next card is actually the very next weekend. And that'll be UFC Fight Night on April 14th in Glendale, Arizona. Uh, the main card, uh, the main event for that, Dustin Poirier versus Justin Gaethje. Woo! This is going to be a good fight, and I do not believe this uh, fight will go all the way to, uh, to decision. This judges will not be touching this fight. Um, I see this fight uh, ending uh, by knockout from somebody. Or possibly submission. You never know. Uh, they they can pull it all out. Anyways, uh, so that is going to be an awesome fight. I did held uh, I held a poll on uh, maybe a week or so ago. Uh, Dustin Poirier retweeted it. Got a thousand uh, thousand plus votes on it. 
uh, and uh, Poirier is the heavy fan favorite. I don't know if that's just because he retweeted it or if that's just how everybody's leaning. I know I think uh, uh, I have Poirier for that car, uh, for that fight uh, as well. Um, although you can't really take anything from Justin Gaethje. I'm actually a little on the fence on this one, but um, I'm a big Poirier fan. I've been following him since way before he was in the UFC, so uh, I will have to go with Poirier on this. A little biased. Sorry about that, guys. Um, sorry about that, Justin. Uh, you're a good fighter, man. I really like you, uh, and I root for you in any other fight. Although you do have some serious stats here uh, with... Um, your land uh, significant strikes landed per minute 9.5 awesome man to uh Poirier's 5.08 that's that's very good very good one of the higher that I've seen okay and then the COVID of it for this card uh this fight night card uh is two guys uh, uh one of them uh retired his last fight and it's just coming back uh, decided he wasn't done. Uh, came back. Uh, and that would be Matt Brown versus Carlos Conduit. Carlos Conduit, from what I understand, has been away for a while. Uh, so he's going to be coming back to fight Matt Brown here in the co-main event on this uh, USC fight night. Also on the main card, uh, somebody that just fought not too long ago was very impressive. And he just had his debut not too long ago. This is uh, the last style bender. That's right, Israel Adesanya. Adesanya, Adesanya, Adesanya. I'm gonna go with Adesanya. Israel Adesanya, the last style bender. Uh, this guy really reminds me of uh, his style. Really reminds me of John Jones's style. He's he's kind of long and he really uh, does some really neat stuff and and really mixes it up uh, on the feet. Uh, he'll be fighting uh, Marvin Vittori, and um, Adesanya is 12 and 0. He is undefeated. And uh, so we're looking forward to that fight as well. That will be an awesome fight. And that uh, card is in Glendale, Arizona on April 14th, 2018, live on Fox. Okay. And on to the very, the third card that is going on in April. How awesome is April so far? Uh, is uh, USC Fight Night Atlantic City in New Jersey. Uh, the main event for that card uh, is set as Edson Barboza versus Kevin Lee. Wow, firecrackers, boom, boom, ah, ah, all the good fun sound effects right there because that car, uh, that uh, main event is going to be awesome. That's gonna, they're going to really put on a show. Kevin Lee, very well-rounded, good on the ground, uh, good on his feet too, can mix it up. Edson Barboza, amazing striker, one of the fastest kickers I, I know. Uh, he's uh, really awesome uh, on his feet, and uh, so that is going to be very, very impressive, uh, that fight, <clears throat> and uh, looking forward to that one. So that is the main event on that one, and the co-main event, which just recently came out yesterday, I, I think it was just yesterday, the day before, uh, is none other than Frankie Edgar versus Cub Sanson 2. Uh, that that fight just happened the other day, um, you know, just came about the other day, and is, is now official uh, for the co-main event of this uh, UFC uh, Atlantic City. Frank Edgar fighting in this uh, in his home state there in New Jersey. Um, looking looking forward to seeing him back in the ring, man. I, I'm happy to see him bounce back so fast, and also getting the chance to fight in his hometown. Or not, I don't know if it's his hometown. I'm not sure if he's from Atlantic City, but I know he's from New Jersey, so he's a, he's a Jersey guy. 
And um, so it's exciting to see him fight in his home state um, and uh, try to get that bounce back after that loss against Ortega, uh, which was rough to see for me. I'm a, I'm a big uh, Edgar fan. Uh, I'm an I'm a Ortega fan too, but it was tough to see Edgar go down for the first time ever in a, in a, in a fight. Uh, and that, of course, uh, uh, these two guys were both beat by Ortega, uh, and now they're going at it. And uh, Frankie Edgar, he, he sure got back in the game quick, uh, but I trust his judgment. Uh, he's a veteran, and he knows what he's doing, so who am I to question anything? Uh, another card, uh, another fight on this card on the main uh, on the main card that I really like is David Branch versus Diago Santos. Uh, this is going to be an awesome fight. These guys are pretty, uh, really uh, good showmen. Uh, they put on a good show. Uh, so yes, be on the lookout for that card, ending it up. Uh, so that's three cards, three weekends in a row in April. It is going to be an awesome month in April. So that's real quick on the news of the cards coming up, people. Just wanted to go over that uh, here quickly with you uh, before we get our first ever uh, spotlighted fighter on the podcast. That was going to be UFC's flyweight, Jared Brooks. And uh, we're going to bring him on now, uh, ask him um, you know, some questions, have him on, and uh, see how that goes. And uh, uh, we appreciate you guys uh, listening in. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and get Jared on uh, now. And uh, he is an up-and-coming fighter. He just got to the UFC. He won his debut. Uh, unfortunately, he lost his second fight in the UFC, but it was by split decision. It was very controversial. I, myself, personally thought he won that fight. Uh, the judges decided against that, so that's how it goes sometimes. Uh, he... Uh, he, he uh, Definitely is a good fighter and very talented. Uh, so here we go. I'm going to have Jared Brooks um, bring him on now. Hello, Jared. Can you hear me? What's up, hey, man? Hey, man. How you doing? Good. How about you guys? Pretty good. Uh, thank you. Uh, first of all, welcome uh, to the Dragon Fist podcast. Uh, so, yes, thank you for taking the time to join us here. Fuck yeah. I love <laughs> yeah, no, right, man. They're great. They're a great way to communicate and kind of get the word out there and, and hear hear a little more in depth. And they're they're better than those shows with just boring interviews, right? Fuck yeah. <laughs> well, man, I uh, just want to tell you a little bit uh, why we asked you to come. Uh, we asked you to come on, man, because uh, you know we watched some of your fights and uh, you know seen you uh, coming into the UFC undefeated and. Uh, you know, you did your debut, uh, and you won that, and then you uh, lost that controversial split decision uh, to Davison Figueroa, which I rewatched that fight, uh, I think it was a couple of days ago, man, and I was, like, I was like, how did they come up with that, man? That was pretty messed up. I guess it was just like home field kind of thing. I don't know. It's all right, man. Shit happens in the game. You go and you push forward. You push through the, the poop, and you get to the gold. Yeah, definitely, man. Uh, so, man, we're definitely rooting for you. I, we see a lot of potential in you, man. We really, uh, really uh, like seeing you fight, and we're excited about your fight you have coming up. Um, so, we also wanted to ask you, man, why do you call yourself uh, the Monkey God? Um, it just the name just landed upon me. Yeah, I gave my uh, own nickname to myself, but at the same time, uh, it links into my manifestation and uh, makes me the fighter who I am today. So, can't really go too much in depth about it because it's, it's hard to understand. Uh, no worries man i'm kind of have some similar stuff like that too it's like eh, hard to hard to explain 
Well, hell yeah, man. Uh, so you, you're you're from Indiana? Yeah, originally from Warsaw, Indiana. The W, the war. Heck yeah, man. That's what's up. I'm originally from Oklahoma, Midwestern, Midwestern, Midwesterners. I think that's how you say it. Yeah, Westerners. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, and uh, we just got we just got bombarded yesterday. I'm actually in Virginia right now. Um, um, my office here is in Fairfax, uh, and we got bombarded yesterday with snow, like five six inches of snow in March, which is pretty freaking crazy. Where's Fairfax uh, for us? Uh, that's in Northern Virginia. We're right. We're right. Like literally right next to DC. Yeah, you guys get snow. Ain't that yeah. snow. Man, and in March, on top of that, insane. It was like, I thought spring started like three days ago, and I guess I guess we were wrong. <laughs> Damn. I know, right? Yeah, man, so um, we see, you know, you're young, uh, you're like 24, you're 24, right? Yeah, I'm turning 24 going on 25 in May. Oh, cool, so... Uh, uh, you'll be 25 going into the fight then, uh, <clears throat> and you had a you had a nice record coming in. Um, so, what got you into martial arts, man? Uh, pretty much just watching it, um, going through wrestling, seeing people like Tito Ortiz, Randy Couture, some of the best of the best fighting, and uh, you know, I was watching those old uh, shootos, those old shoot box fights with Vanderlei Silva when they didn't have any gloves or anything like that. <laughs> people wearing. Like, people were wearing shoes and stuff. It's crazy. The kid, I was like, I want to inflict pain on people like Vanderlei. So, <laughs> hell yeah, man, it's fucking awesome. Cool, man. And uh, <clears throat> so, whenever um, you were fighting in, I think Pink. How do you? I don't even know how you pronounce it. Pancras. Were you yeah. fighting in Pancras before they uh, invited you to the MV, uh, the UFC? Yeah. Cool, yeah, man. I wish, yeah, I'd be paid like a fucking NBA. <laughs> and. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> and uh, I think they, when they first called you, I think they called you to fight Ian McCaw. Is that right? And then he pulled out like on the day yeah. of the fight. Yep, Uncle Creepy. Uncle Creepy. Yeah, I don't know why he picked that name. I I, I happened to see. Oh, poopy though, because he can't hold his poops in, <laughs> so he can't. Like... <laughs> All right. Hey, it, things happen in the MMA game, and he he just didn't see. Uh, if I go in the way he wanted to, so it's all right. He took it out. Yeah. Yeah, man. It, uh, it, those things happen, dude. I mean, sometimes you can't can't control those type of things. And uh, <clears throat> so anyways, man, uh, uh, you got a pretty good compliment when I was listening to. I was re-watching that fight, and DC was like, man, this Jared Brooks, he's a fantastic fighter, which, I mean, if there's somebody going to compliment you on your wrestling or on your fight game, it would be DC, right? <laughs> yeah, it's it's awesome to have uh, legends like him, you know, getting to commentate you and having people like Joe Rogan commentate you and being around Dana Wyatt, being around the promotion is just awesome. And uh, seeing the people that I get to every day is amazing, and I hope people look up to me that way. Yeah, man. So they, I already look up to you, man. I uh, I was uh, I started fighting. Uh, I was uh, I was a Muay Thai fighter and started in like 2010. Had like two amateur fights. Um, then I got injured. And while I was injured, I met my girlfriend and got wife. So I kind of got out of it. But I still train jiu-jitsu and things of that nature. Uh, me and my wife have a house in, in Cusco, Peru. Uh, and we, uh, we uh, down there, um, you know who Tony DeSouza is? Uh-huh. Yeah, man. Uh, he has a gym down there. And I train with him whenever he's down there. Because uh, he, he travels a lot. But whenever he's down at the gym, uh, man, we train a lot with him. And he was former UFC fighter, man. A Peruvian necktie. You remember okay. that? 
I think it was like 2007. I think it was. He wasn't that big, but it's it's still really cool hanging out with like anybody who's been in the UFC or talk to him. Man, it's just kind of like an honor to talk to anybody from there. It's it's great. Oh yeah. And uh, so, anyways, man. Uh, so uh, you're. I know. I know you have a good wrestling base. Uh, you do jujitsu as well. Yeah, I've been um, lately. I've just been doing a lot of gi tournaments uh-huh. uh, on this. And um, getting my jujitsu cleaned up with uh, guys like Alex Hody, um, you know, people like, uh, like, uh, what's his name? Eddie Bravo just posted a video of him, you know, doing a pass and into a into an arm choke and stuff like that. The kid is legit. Um, got people from my gym like David Garmo. Oh, nice. uh, really, really good jujitsu, get black belts and stuff like that that I'm working with. And when I'm in town, I get to work with these high school kids that are just unbelievable. Just watching them and around my area, I'm glad that I inspired those kids around that area because they wrestle exactly like mm-hmm. me and killers, man. So, yeah, pretty much pretty much little monkeys running around here that are going to be killers. Yeah, man. Um it's it's pretty crazy. I don't I don't know if you've seen, but Ricardo Lamas posted a a video uh, not too long ago of his two year old son doing like single leg takedowns on him, and like doing these wrestling moves, like hip toss. You know, of course he's two years old; he can't really do that much to his dad. But I mean, he was doing the movement really well, and it's it's just uh, it's just amazing to see this sport evolve into what it is, and how all the new fighters that are coming in are just uh, they're just getting better and better and better. You know, like you. Um, you're, you're really good and you just see that new talent coming in and you see these young kids coming up and it's super exciting for the sport, man. I'm just super passionate about it and excited for the future of the UFC. Yeah. I feel a lot older than the guys that are 30 doing this stuff though. Cause I've just been doing it for so long and feels like, feels like a really, really long process, but uh, at the same time, life is really fast. So you gotta, you gotta keep it in that, that medium balance. Yeah, definitely, man. And uh, yeah, it'll uh, life will pass you by real fast, man. Uh, it's, especially when you're staying busy. Um, so um, you got that uh, fight coming up. Uh, it's against Hector Sandoval. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Hector. Yep. And um, so that's that's going to be a super exciting fight about that. Um, and are you training with American Top Team? No, um, I used to train with American Top Team uh, down at Coconut Creek. Uh-huh. Um, I left with Justin Scoggins to train with him at Revolution Mixed Martial Arts uh-huh. and Fitness in, uh, in Inman, South Carolina. Then uh, after that, I went to went and fought in Russia. And then um, my new coach, James Lee, um, pretty much been with him in Detroit for the past two years. So I've been back and forth from Indiana and Detroit for the for the past two years nice. and it is warsaw up north so is that that a pretty close drive to detroit there well no it's about three and a half i mean it isn't too bad but i mean i deal with yeah, that man. That's, that's actually not too bad my wife spends two hours in traffic every morning going to dc imagine that crazy hey, <laughs> heck yeah man so uh i really don't like to be biased or anything but uh when you do win uh, against Hector Sandoval uh, on June first, um, who who would be who would you think would be the next step for you? Who would you like to fight? Uh there's no question. I'm uh, calling out Davis and Figueroa again, and uh, and 
if it's in Brazil, that's fine. It doesn't matter where the fight is. Uh, Davison's just going to get beat again, and it's going to be a lot harder for him to get that decision. So, <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I was watching that fight, man. He just didn't really have much of an answer for your takedowns. You were just – anytime you wanted that takedown, you were getting them from him, and he was seemed to be getting frustrated. Now, I seen he did, he did, he did get you some, with some shots on your feet. Were you ever rocked in that fight, by the way? No, I was just tired. Um, in the third round, uh, I was just a, a little bit tired. Uh, he was holding on to the fence, and that can mentally, you know, break you when you have when you have somebody in the air about to slam him, and they grab the fence to get a little bit more, you know, momentum with their hips. And uh, yeah, that can be really, really tiring. And uh, being in those guillotines were, were very tiring. Yeah, he was trying to put those uh, on tight on you. That was a uh, yeah. Well, you got out of camp. More of uh, oxygen debits and stuff like that, making sure that uh, I, I'm still comfy in those situations. You know, I've been putting myself in very uncomfortable situations lately to make sure that when I get in those situations, I can get up fresh and make sure that I uh, attack on command. Very good, man. And are you are you working with anybody specific? Are you, are you doing any uh, um, like stand up training? Or are you working mainly focusing on um, you know just bettering your your ground game? Uh, no, I, I have some of the best coaches in the world. I have K9 Bundridge. He's a IBF world champion uh, at a, at 149 pounds. Then you got uh, Kara Rowe. She was a world champion. She's an amazing boxing coach. Um, you know, Darren Kershank's boxing coach, Cody Stamen's boxing, boxing coach, as well as a lot of great Canadian fighters. Got John Toth. Uh, he's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu heavyweight world champion, black belt. Um, got my coach, James Lee. He's, uh, he's a three-time world champion, uh, king of the cage, gladiator, elite pride. Then he's in the UFC for a little bit. Um, I got coach glove, coach glove always makes sure that I'm, uh, conditioned, you know, boxing wise all the time. And, and the thing is, man, with every fight, it might look like I am just a wrestler or something like that, but I'm not, I'm, I'm somebody that's a full mixed martial artist. And the confidence is just where, where it's key. Like if I put out confidence in my hands, put out confidence in my feet, I can be anybody in the world. But, um, but yeah, it's just about putting that confidence in with your technique and then just display your art and be happy. Absolutely, man. Well, heck yeah, man. I, I really appreciate you taking the time here with us. Uh, it was awesome talking to you. Hey man, you got to promise me once you win this fight, you're going to come back on the podcast and talk to us about it. All right. Hey, no problem. I would, I would love to come back and talk with you guys. You guys seem like a bunch of cool guys. I like the name of the of the podcast. It's badass. I came met straight out of Dragon House, so Dragon Fist is pretty nice, cool. man. Yeah, man. Uh, a buddy, my buddy that I grew up with, he came up with that name. He's he's really into like drag racing, and so we wanted to do a, a podcast. I'm I'm big in the MMA. He likes watching fights. He's a big fan, uh, but he's not as in depth as I am. So uh, I I kind of handle the MMA side. And uh, so he was like, man, I like drag racing and stuff. And he's like, if we're going to do drag racing and MMA, you know, why don't we do Dragon Fist? You know, it comes out like, you know, a martial art kind of thing. So it worked out perfect. And so we just ran with Sweet. it, man. And uh, it, it's working out pretty good, man. So, Jared, uh, thank you. Thank you so much, man. We're looking forward to see you on June 1st. Everybody tune in on that. I think that's uh, USC Fight Night 131. Is that correct? Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, cool. Thank you so much, man. And uh, you have a you have a good night, and we'll we'll be watching out for you. I appreciate right, it. Thank care. you guys yep. again. And there you have it, folks. Jared Brooks, uh, 
very talented kid in the flyweight division of the UFC. Um, he is uh, definitely one to be watching. I hope you all tune in and watch him fight. Uh, he's uh, entertaining to watch and uh, a good fighter. And I definitely see him in the top 10 very soon uh, as soon as he gets through, um, gets gets over, gets his next win. Um, he's claiming that he's going to call out uh, Davison Figueredo again and take him down, get that one back. I think he should. I think that'll help him a lot. Uh, and I see this guy uh, being a top 10 contender very soon. He's a very talented young man, uh, very good wrestler. And uh, like you said, he's also ready to go on the feet too. He has that confidence. Um, so again, Jared, thank you. Uh, uh, can't wait to have you back on the podcast. Promise I won't interrupt you or, and I'll let you talk a little more next time. Uh, kind of messed that up. So I do apologize. And uh, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, Please follow us on Twitter. That's at DragonFist. That's D-R-A-G, the letter N, Fist, F-I-S-T. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Um, We thank you very much, and it's very, very, very good to be doing this. uh, And uh, hope we are entertaining for you. Uh, We are open to any feedback and comments back again. Um, We will be back tomorrow. Uh, planning on uh, spotlighting uh, a lightweight fighter uh, who is very, very hungry to get back into the ring. He is uh, currently uh, campaigning for a fight right uh, right now on Twitter. We're trying to help him out <laughs> and just trying to get Sean Shelby's attention to get this guy on a, on a UFC card ASAP. Um, that lightweight fighter is named Damian Brown out of Australia. Uh, very very talented guy, heavy leg kicks, good stand-up. Uh, can't wait to see him fight again. Uh, hopefully, they'll get him a fight here soon. But we will have him on the podcast tomorrow uh, for a highlight um, if everything goes well. So looking forward to that. Uh, and again, thank you, everybody. My name is Derek Green, and I am out. <laughs>